0: where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental wellbeing. And hopefully you can learn what you need to get your wellbeing more on.
1: Last time we were talking about your friend and how she was going through this difficult time, and she felt like she didn't know who she was. And then some of the things that we were talking about within that really got me thinking about this thing about self-acceptance, and you can phrase it in a different way, just you know being comfortable in your own skin kind of thing and it's really funny because there was lots of things that linked into that for me what you were saying about how she really she realized that actually she did know herself the role that she was doing she was trying to mold herself into that and it didn't fit her and she'd put this expectation on herself that you know, that's what I want. Oh, what, what, why is this difficult now? Um, actually, that's part of this whole feeling comfortable in your own skin, self-acceptance. That kind of thing about ourselves for me is you're not feeling right. You're not feeling like this is a good fit for you. Maybe it doesn't fit with your values. So don't carry on with it but very often we feel like we need to carry on with it. We feel like maybe we're a failure for walking away from it. And I think I just, I know people still struggle. I still struggle with self-acceptance. And this whole thing about actually, we shouldn't be judging ourselves. We shouldn't be judging other people. People do this all the time. in our society and it's a real bugbear of mine and I'm quite good at not judging until I get behind a car or I get on social media and I see other people standing in judgment on others and then I stand in judgment on them thinking you shouldn't be doing that and it's (laughs) like catch 22 kind of thing then but this whole thing about accepting yourself is really difficult There are no two ways about it. It's really difficult because we are bombarded with media and peer pressure um, and society all saying to us, this is what success looks like. This is what you should be doing. This is how you should be acting. This is what you should look like. And we are bombarded 24-7 now with this. And I really feel for our younger generation, you know, they have some really difficult things to deal with, like, you know, the world as in ecology, saving the planet, all of that kind of thing. But they're also having this much more difficult time because things are, you know, quick to get at their fingertips, they're being bombarded 24 7 by news and information and they are a completely different generation to ones that have gone before and we all have differences but actually I just I really feel for them because I see more and more young people struggling with identity struggling with feeling comfortable in their own skin and part of this is I feel because they're feeling like they have to be something they're not. And it was obviously from our conversation last time about this transformation that really got me thinking about this. What's your take on on this so far?
0: Well, so many things going through my head as you're talking.. Um... I think thinking about the generational thing, I think I think that is a I mean, like you say, all generations have their struggles and all generations have new and different things to deal with. But I think it's the rate at which things sort of are happening and have grown. It's real exponential sort of it's it's a real speed, isn't it? And then we can yes. see that within our lifetime and the changes we've had to adapt to. Um, yeah. And, and I, the word bombardment is that's it and and we can choose not to look at that but that takes a discipline in itself you know and that's a different kind of you know programming I think it's just the amount of exposure so I think it's funny actually because I was having a conversation with my son who's sort of in his early 20s and we were talking about kind of the difference at my point when I was that age and I felt like I wanted to get out into the world and experience the world and you know, and he's sort of saying, "Well, I just feel like I want to retreat from it because it's coming yeah. in at me." You know, yeah. <laughs> so, like, and I, really, it really was. Oh, I was quite profound that, like, and he said a lot of my friends feel like that. We feel like the world is it's coming in at us. You know, yeah. it's sort of it, almost like a, a, they're being attacked by it. Yeah. <laughs> you no. Know, yeah. And that's a real. It's attack on your senses. It's attack on your mind. It's attack, an attack on, like you say, your identity. You're kind of yeah. like who you should be. And I think one of the things we do as human beings is, I mean, in a way, all we're trying to do throughout our lives is make sense of everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the ways that we do that is we categorise and we put things into boxes. You know, we're kind of like, well, that, that equals that. That means that for me. You know, and that's the sort of, there's an order to things. Mm. And I think to a certain extent, we do it with identity, don't we? We sort of like look at, well, I'm this kind of person. You know, or, mm. you know, I'm and, and I think in a way, young people have more um, exposure, more awareness of things like mental health and of things like, you know, what what's going on for them kind of emotionally. Mm. There's a lot more kind of discussion around that. But I think there's also a, a dangerous side to it in that they can quite easily start to label. Yes. You know, kind of very early on that, you know, oh well, I, I I've got this, I'm experiencing this so therefore I must have yeah and and that's not to take away from anybody that's sort of in a diagnosable situation or you know undergoing any kind of support or treatment or anything like that but I do worry about that side of things Mm -hmm. you know that yeah it's sort of like and that's wrapped up in I think identity because I think it's very easy to put a label on something and say I'm this this is me um we're actually you know we're still learning we're still learning going back to the scenario from last time you know much further on in our life yeah um, and I suppose that's what my thing is like if we can kind of know that about ourselves from early on mm. that you know we've got that kind of openness and flexibility then I think we're more able to accept things about ourselves and to accept maybe that we might change our mind about you know stuff and that's okay
1: yeah Totally. I think, I mean, that what you've just said there, that it is okay to change your mind. Totally get that. Um, I totally agree as well. This labels thing, I see it all the time. And, you know, part of it is, you know, we are a lot more accepting as um, as a community, as a culture of people who used to be seen as different in inverted commas. They're not, they're just human beings. They have a different predilection for something or something like that. But like, you know, you still see obviously racism coming up, which is wrong. You still see people who maybe don't feel that they can come out as a, you know, certain preference, sexual preference and things like that. But there is also that label, like you say, and one of my one of my friend's daughters and she goes on the pride marches. But she doesn't know what she is. She doesn't know. But, you know, that's OK. She doesn't have to know. She doesn't have to know yet. You know, it's completely OK. She doesn't have to go into a certain box you don't have to be labeled and you can change your mind it's okay for all of that but actually there feels like there's a need to choose there feels like there's a need to pick your label stick it on your box that's where you are then or or there's this like pride in it look i'm this label and it's sort of like no you aren't the label you are far more than one aspect of yourself and it's okay to celebrate that but it's okay to not know that and it's okay to have different things different feelings going on within you and not having that label yet never having that label if you choose not to want it So there is that kind of thing. And again, that's that self-acceptance, you know, that your friend has a label and they've chosen that and they're proud about that and be happy for them. But it's okay that you don't. It's okay that you don't know. It's okay that if you never know, it's okay if you bend and are more flexible with, what you're thinking and feeling there is no there's no dictation that you are supposed to know things and supposed to know yourself by a certain point in life Mm. and actually we do we change and we alter all the time I think what it's about is this being comfortable in your own skin is being comfortable going Mm. yeah I don't know what my sexual preference is or I don't know what I feel about the economy or I don't know which political party I want to choose because I don't know enough about it yet. You know, I need to learn more. All of that's okay, But for some reason, it feels like society tells us it's not. And I hear this a lot. Snowflakes oh we've got a society of snowflakes now and that's standing in judgment on people and there was a snowflake thing up the other day on social media about people who think and talk about their dogs as though they're their children but it had really one take on it and it was saying because dog isn't a child and you can't just keep giving them sweets and let them get obese and be unhealthy and not discipline them and I'm thinking but would you do that with a child exactly. you wouldn't well, I was just thinking it's sort of like what are you talking about Because you? you still wouldn't do that with a child you would still support them and ho- hopefully offer them healthy things you know sweets in you know moderation and all of that kind of thing and support them to choose a healthier lifestyle but at the end of the day you know when they get to a certain age it's their choice then of where they're going with that like your son you know who he's got a really good head on his shoulders the fact that you know you said in the previous podcast that he wants to retreat from the world it's sort of like, but that's okay to do that because he's. it feels like he's getting bombarded. And if he wants to retreat, he can do. Knowing that that's okay to do that. And it's these people who go, oh, they're a snowflake. And it's like, I talk about my dog like he's my child. I do. But I don't treat him like an actual baby or treat him like an actual child. Because, A, I don't expect him to answer me. Well, I would expect a child of a certain age to answer and talk to me. But I also expect them to learn and develop. Whereas a dog will only do so much. And it's my my responsibility to look after him, to pick up after him and stuff like that. So even though I sort of talk about him like he's my baby, I don't treat him like that in some aspects and in other aspects I do pick him up give him a hug all of that kind of thing but does that make me a snowflake no it doesn't and who are you to decide who is a snowflake at the end of the day it's not yours it's nobody's everybody can choose their own values their own beliefs and stuff Uh, And it just it really gets to me because it just feels like every day that there's more guidance on what you should and shouldn't do, who you should and shouldn't be. And it just feels like there's more and more people out there who are these keyboard warriors who are standing in judgment on people and affecting people's mental well-being because of it. Because maybe they don't live up to this expectation that this person is putting on others, and who made them? The ruler of them? Do you know what I mean? So I'm really annoyed about it. I think you're very,
0: you're very passionate about this. Yeah. I know, no, but I think it's because you you see and you appreciate the the detrimental impact that it can have, and I think and I think this is why it's about. Supporting ourselves and our families and our loved ones and our co-workers, you know, and and everybody around us to, you know, to get to know themselves better, to cut through the crap, basically. And I think that's where our training needs to be, you know, we kind of need to go back to, okay this is a thing that's happening unfortunately it's probably not going to go away so what's my responsibility to myself what's my responsibility to my family you know to my community to my work work space you know well actually it's cutting through the crap of judgment and um you know supporting our young people to get to know themselves better and and to have that confidence in you know exploring what they need to be and who they need to be you know, and and to understand more about emotions and what's going on in the mind. And so this term (laughs) snowflake, I I find it really offensive, actually, Um, because what it's saying to me is it's another label that we've given to something. And for me, it seems to come from an idea that, oh, right, well, we're talking about emotions now and we're talking about people challenging the status quo and things that they see in the world that they don't like. And that makes me uncomfortable. Mm. You know, it's that whole idea, well, it was good enough for me, so why is it not good enough for them? Well, actually, the world's a completely different place now. Yeah. And there's a lot more... Yeah, how can you possibly know what it's like to be a young person? You can, yeah. You know, yeah. In, in this world and to have that have that yeah. view. How can you possibly know that? So actually, you know, we're all just... Should be just trying to do our best, you know, yeah. with, with, with what we've got. And it for me, it just goes back to the sooner we can start to learn about ourselves and understand ourselves, and, but not fixate on labels or, you know, and if that's what you feel you need, then that's fine. But actually, you know, just, just be open to the fact that y- you might want to change your mind or that, you know, and to not fixate on, you know, if you hear about a particular thing that's going on with your mind or it's, you know, it's a bit like when we talk in the workplace about use of words like stress, You know, we're sort of like, and I think it's because labeling, like I said before, helps us make sense of things. But actually, when we do that, when we chuck labels at stuff, we're not really necessarily understanding what that means. Um, Yeah. You know, because it may have different connotations for different people. There's a lot in here, I think, a lot in here about, you know, to go back to the theme of self acceptance, Mm -hmm. what something you said before. I thought it was great. It was about this sort of being comfortable with where you are, wherever you are at that point. Yeah. I think that's what it comes back down to, doesn't it? Sort of like, you know, what can I do to feel comfortable in my own skin today? You know, what can I do to remind myself of how I need to be today? You know, despite all the chaos that's kind of going on out there. Um, I think that's the key
1: for me and you know learning that because we are bombarded with information it doesn't mean it's true it doesn't mean we need to take it on board and I'm not saying that's easy but it's about learning to sift through the bullshit to find what is the truth for you and that's okay and You know, I'm big on listening to other people's opinions. I don't have to agree with it, but I need to listen to it. And actually, that's altered mine previously. And that, I think, just makes me a better person because I've opened my mind up to other things. So if I didn't and I was dogmatic in, no, that's my opinion, you know, and everybody's got to agree with it. That's where we fall short. But this whole whole thing needs to change because we need to support our youth. We need to support the people who are the most vulnerable in our society. And, you know, my dad said to me only a few months ago that, Mental health. Oh, this word's bandied around all the time now. Everybody's got it. Never used to happen. And it's sort of like what you were saying there about times have changed and it might have still happened. Maybe they just didn't talk about it as much. I think there wasn't as much known about it. People often got put into mental institutions when they could have been supported. I mean, for God's sake, it wasn't that long ago. Um, You were drilling into people's skulls because they were exhibiting things that didn't seem normal, in inverted commas, to society. It isn't that long ago, but we've, we've moved, we've made a giant leap in where we currently are. And I think even people our age, older people, need to start to learn to be comfortable in their own skin, like you say, where they are right now, and be okay with other people being different and accepting. And it doesn't mean you have to like them or, or anything like that. It's just accepting. It means just accepting that things are different and there isn't one way to live There isn't one way to be successful. There isn't one way to live. There's not one way to look. And it's starting, there's slowly things within our media that are changing perceptions on what people should look like. Very small at the minute. But if we can start to accept ourselves more, I think what we then do is automatically also start to accept other people for who they are and it can only really support our mental well-being and our community to have better mental health at the end of the day.